Welcome back to another glorious episode of A Spirited Debate. The crew have dusted off the glasses, dropped in some ice, and pulled the corks, and we are ready, as always, to pour a few drinks and find a way to rattle each other's cages. Follow if that's your thing, like if you want. Fuck it, we're just happy you're listening, and that's all that matters to us. So as our sound guy cues up the music, grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax, and join us for... Just skip over. I'm trying to contribute to the discussion. It would be wrong. They would absolutely 100% be wrong. If you thought that our debates were going to be any different, then jokes on you. I thought you'd get better. And you guys came with the same shit. We are on our way. I'm I'm double fisting, actually. Um, So I thought that was on Friday night. Dad always says you never get better by playing people worse than you. It ain't going to so, take somebody long to get bingo so, here. Hey, let's go ahead and unwrap this present <laughs> so, uh, and let the I, debate begin. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, welcome to another episode of A Spirited Debate. You know the deal. Same great people, new topic. Thanks for joining us. Let's get started. Gentlemen, how are you doing? Hey, Old. doing really well. Bad. Old. Oh, depressed. cold. I thought you cold. said old, but that's true, too. No, that old, too. old, cold, wet, depressed. That's a well, it's like the meme, shit. meme uh, they sent the other day. I'm over 40, but I feel young until I try to do literally anything. Right. <laughs> and it's on the MO. Uh, yeah. Thank, thanks for joining us. Uh, again, don't want to waste no time. I did want to say, though, right out of the gate, for those listening around the world, you're going to hear a voice missing today. There were some issues with Haas, uh, family issues that he is dealing with. And so we just wanted to uh, take a moment and just recognize that he is not here we have a lot of love for his family and, you know, he will be missed on the show this week and potentially next week. But, you know, with what his family is dealing with, a loss that they're dealing with, we just wanted to let him know uh, our hearts go out to him and his family. His parents have always been like surrogate parents for all of us. Love them greatly. Really appreciate everything they've done for us over the years. And so just wanted to let them know we are thinking about everybody and hope that everything goes smoothly. So with that being said, let's jump into our drinks, pour out a little for our homies. Uh, Grinch. What are you drinking today, brother? Uh, let's see. Actually, that's what I got distracted by. I was when I was over here messing with my phone. Is it uh, another non-alcoholic beverage, <clears throat> or is it a dessert in a glass? I think it's, I think it's called water. Uh, it's rain. The recipe of like ice and uh, no, uh, the, there's probably a name. You know, call it yeah, call it banana rum punch if you want. Um, Did you make this up, or is it a recipe? Well, it is, but if you, I mean, there's a, there's a variety of ways to make it. At the end of the day, the base is the banana rum or the, yeah, the banana rum, the party. And then, you know, pineapple juice, orange juice and ginger ale is the simplest one, you know? Yeah. Okay. You can jazz it up, throw in some slices of oranges or whatever you want to do. Add a, add a cherry, add a little squirt of, you know, cherry juice. If you've got the, whatever that flavor is, or if you just have, you know, marcino cherries or something like that. Um, but, um, there's a variety of ways to make it, but at the end of the day, it is banana Bacardi rum. And then the other stuff is to flavor, but it's banana Bacardi rum punch. Caribou who? That's what it is. Caribou who? (laughs) All right. Banana rum. There you go. No, Uh, I'm not drinking the 151. No. Pineapple juice. (laughs) No guts. All right. That's cool. Uh, Mac, what you doing today, brother? Uh, today I am having a Mexican firing squad. Um, so in honor of, uh, Hoss, who was not able to join us today, I figured somebody should keep the, uh, Cockflow app flowing. Okay. Uh, okay. so logged in last night and just kind of was flowing through some of the, uh, tequila recipes and this one showed up and I said, well, fuck, I've got everything downstairs to make it. So 
let's go with that. Makes so it, it is, I know, right? It's tequila, lime juice, grenadine, bitters, shake it all up, pour it over ice, and enjoy. Let's see and, how it tastes, because I haven't okay. tried it yet. So. You have not tried it. Jeez. Not bad, actually. The, the jingle jangle of the metal glass you got there. Yes, yeah, sorry about that. You can Mexican, that later. Mexican firing squad. Yeti glass? The, the Yeti glass to keep it nice and cool. Um, yeah, it's a Mexican firing squad. Okay. All right. Uh, Yeti, if you want us to sponsor, or you want to sponsor us, we'll do your commercials for you. <laughs> yeah, here's, that. here's a question, though. Here's an answer. If a mule, you just change the base. If you used bourbon, does it become like the cowboy firing squad? or? That's a good question. <laughs> or... Vodka, I don't know if that'd work at all. The Russian, the Russian firing, firing squad. The Russian firing squad. I would say yeah. yes, you could do that if you wanted to, I would think. I don't know how well they would go together, but maybe we'll have to try that one day. <clears throat> little, little Reaper whiskey, you never know. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's the cowboy hot poker in your ass. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. The, all right. I got uh, nothing on that one. <laughs> there you go. Let's move on. Uh, so I am, you know, Mac, you and I talked uh, last night. I altered mine a little after last night because the wet, dirty Band-Aid taste I didn't think really worked for me. Uh, so I decided to go another route. I'm Is that still the name st- of the drink? No, no. I was, <laughs> I was joking with him that I was, I was trying to come together with what I wanted to drink today. And so I was trying it out last night. And of course, he was like, you're a pussy. You got to go in blind. And if you don't like it, that's just too bad. And I'm like, mm, I'm not doing that. So I was trying a... A tequila sunrise, but just subbing out mezcal. And I made the joke that when you taste mezcal, to me, I was trying to like, what does this taste like? It tastes like a wet, dirty Band-Aid. And then, of course, it's like, well, why the fuck do you know what a wet, dirty Band-Aid tastes like? And I was like... <laughs> well, and we've had this discussion before, right? I mean, you know, can you pretty much just take, you know, sub mezcal in for tequila anywhere and, and, you know, be okay? Because, you know, again, the Mexican firing squad, you know, potentially... So about the, so about the tequila for, for Mezcal. So, right. sorry, go ahead. So you no. try it, you're trying it. And so I tried that and I was like, it, it needs something. I don't know what it is. So instead of just going straight Mezcal, I'm doing what I'm calling the Mezquila Sunrise. And so it is equal parts Mezcal and tequila. And then the same, what would be Tequila Sunrise, the orange juice, the grenadine. And of course what I did, and I doubt you can now see it. it uh, hold on. Well, we yeah. certainly can't see the bottom of the fishbowl. No, but I froze cherries and oh, orange juice like, ice cubes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For like, a second, what the fuck like, is that? What am I looking at? <laughs> so I, I, I froze orange juice with the uh, uh, as ice and just put cherries in the ice so as it melts, then, you know, of course it comes out. But yeah, it's equal parts. It looks, it's like a, there's a bug on your glass. No, that's a straw. It's cool. Uh, equal parts mezcal and tequila and then orange juice grenadine and then i just put some maraschino cherries in orange ice cubes melted or you know and as they melt so that's what i'm drinking and that is uh all fresh hand squeezed orange juice right actually it fucking is i know it is <laughs> that's a lot of orange juice to fill that uh fill and, the uh, yeah. punch bowl with i'll be juicing another gallon of orange juice today um, yay me so do you do you still get the as we call it the earthy flavor it um, is, but it's a call? yeah, but it's a little subdued because the tequila kind of knocks some of okay. that down. But it's not bad. I just thought it needed something else, and that's why I was like, "Oh, just add a little tequila." So I'm drinking the Mezquila Sunrise. That's what I. I was trying to think like, how can I play with this name? To to cow Sunrise? No, that don't work. So that's why I went the other way. Tesorita. Maybe. Uh, so yes, cheers to you, gentlemen. 
uh, to those who could not be here today. We Cheers. say a prayer for them and their families, and let's get started. Cheers. All right. So today we're going to do something a little different, a little different format. So the topic of today for me is, it, Mac, you and I talk about sports a great deal and have over the years. Grinch, you and I a little less so. Haas and I a little less so. For, for the group, I think, Mac, you and I have talked about sports almost at nauseum sometimes. <clears throat> but for this particular topic, I thought this might be one that is good, could be contentious, could be easily debatable. And so uh, I'm going to throw the topic out there. Then I'm going to ask a single question, and we're going to change the format a little. I want to ask the question, get your opinion. Then when we cycle to the end of this, I want to see if anybody's opinions change. So I'll ask the same question. But this way we'll know, has any change occurred? Has any shift in your thought process, your belief on this particular topic shifted? Because a lot of times we don't do that in a straight up debate. We just get to the end and ask, but we don't know really what the starting point was. We're just expecting people to just kind of get it as we go based on what we're saying and the facts we're throwing out. So the topic of today is, should collegiate athletes get paid for the work they do in college sports? That's the question. Easy peasy, simple. Should collegiate athletes get paid for the work they do in college sports? So let's go around the room real quick. Mac, yes or no? Should collegiate one, athletes get paid? I have one paid? clarifying question. Though. One clarifying question from Grinch. <laughs> is Let me this, unmute his mic. Is that catch-all for being reimbursed for name image likeness? Or, or in your mind, are they related but separate aspects? I, of I, yeah, I mean, that, that's certainly two separate things, right? I mean, are you talking about just straight compensation for, you know, here's $10 oh, an hour for however how many hours yeah, you put in? I do a commercial or Not my face the in. endorsements and or, right. you know, likeness should of you, my right, right. jersey and everything. And None of that. Should you get paid by the institution, the NCAA, whoever is the body that would then govern it, should you be paid an hourly wage? Like, should you be compensated? Because I think if we get into endorsements, that should be something wholly separate. If, Mac, you play at a level that affords you, Adidas is like, we want to sponsor you shoes and stuff like that. But Grinch, you don't. That's on you. You get to go outside the university and you can make that deal. Well, I think it, major companies it, would be hesitant to sponsor students because you're going to go, what if they blow out an E and they don't make it to the next level? Because they're looking for a long-term deal, like a long-term situation of face for their product. I think they're going to be too hesitant to necessarily buy into a collegiate athlete from an endorsement standpoint. But for this question, it's simply, should you be compensated by the university for your time and effort? That's it. Not, not it, can you make a commercial? Can you go out and get endorsement deals? I think that's a separate question. And if you're capable of doing that because you play at a level where a company wants to do that, that you should be, I think that's a different argument altogether. Do you or do you not agree? Let's no, make sure. I, no, I, I agree. Uh, I, I think I think regardless, we can set up the discussion in such a way where I would like I, I agree and we can separate. But I think there, there is some overlap in the uh, in the aspect of it is financial income that right. may incentivize a college athlete. Um, and, in it, you know, in. in on my mind when I say that is <clears throat> like if I go to an Ohio state an A&M, a Michigan, some of these colleges that have put out thousands and thousands and thousands, millions, whatever of alumni that are all around the world, 
the potential for that merchandise. Let's just focus on merchandise for a second. Is pretty significant as opposed to going to like a Mercer. And so I do think there could be disparity in consideration of just, you know, if an athlete's routinely on ESPN week in and week out, as opposed to an athlete that ne- that hardly, you know, is on the Ocho, <laughs> you know, right. playing shuffleboard competitively. The Ocho. <laughs> so it, it's just, I think there could be, um, I think there could be incentivization that could drive where an athlete ultimately goes that would be related to the idea of how much would I, would we make? Now I know we haven't, we haven't really delved into the topic yet of like, would you regulate? Is everybody get the same amount? You know, uh, uh, yeah. scholarships, but uh, let's just, you know, trying to tackle as small a scope as possible, because again, we can divulge down a lot of corridors with this. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I guess my, uh, answering the question though that you you offered up to begin with it doesn't feel right in the sense that like it, it just doesn't feel right and i could maybe explain that but at the same time i recognize it's a multi-billion dollar industry and, and, and let's if we just focused on college football for the bulk of the conversation that is the biggest economic driver of most schools um yeah i mean you know, if you're looking at the Big Ten, that's got like a $2.6 billion contract or the ESPN, you know, with SEC and all that. I mean, there's a shit ton of money coming through and none of it would be possible if it weren't for these young men and women being on the field doing what they do. So are you saying, and I just so, clarification before we move forward, are you saying well, they should be compensated? Hold on. I need them. I need to know well, because that's going to inform. But I want to circle back to the question that you originally asked me. Well, we bypassed you because he's trying to answer that question for himself here. And I'm going to get everybody's take. So, Grinch, what are you saying? Should they be compensated, yes or no? Yeah, like, I don't like the idea of it in the sense that it just doesn't feel right. Not compensating them? Well, compensating someone for being there when they're supposed to be there for the basis of an education. And I know it's a separate discussion. but, um, But, yeah, I mean... I, I, I guess I want to say yes, because holy shit, look how much money they're helping others make and they see none of it. And, I, and not only do they see none of it, and I, I got the scholarship aspect, which isn't to be discounted. They are like on their backs. Millions and billions are going in the pockets of other organizations. Are you wearing, them. Are, are you a a ballerina by nature because you are fucking toe tapping across a fence line right there. You're going to have to oh, fall one way or the Frank other. Sinatra. He's going to be Frank a Sinatra. politician. No There's shit. no doubt about it. Spent too much time in Congress. That's what you did. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's right. I, I still don't know your answer, man. So no. Then that's a successful answer. <laughs> he's answered your question properly. No, answer the fucking question. And that's all I have to yeah. say about that. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's like if I held a gun to your head and said, you got to decide yes or no. Do they no, get compensated? We've already talked about this. Baby doesn't like being in the corner. I understand I have that. no recollection of do, you. Do, I'm not a fan of the Camarouge. We're getting nowhere. This is making this know. incredibly difficult. Should they be compensated? Yeah. Okay. Mac. Mac's going to be like, yes, no, or something. Mac, should they be compensated? Yes. Yes. Easy piece. See? Look at that. Why can't you just be like that? Right. Um, Why can't you be like your brother? <laughs> no, I think absolutely they should be compensated. I didn't ask for more. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Compensated? All right, he's going to stop. Uh, I just be like me and keep blowing past it. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> Eventually, you'll frustrate him enough. Just like, still, and that's the end of our stream. Now, when I think about it, I'm like, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Now, has your opinion uh, changed in the five yeah. minutes we've uh, derailed your show? I don't even know. Good, good talk. Yeah. Good talk. I'm going to go. Uh, I, I have been thinking about this. I do not think they should be compensated. It's something that Mac and I have talked about before. I was thinking about it a great deal, thinking about this topic. And I'm sorry, I don't think they should be compensated. And when we get into this episode, I'll explain why. But I'm going to say no. The oh, two of you say yes. Explain why you're wrong. The two of you say yes, and I'm going to say no. And I don't think they should. And now we can move on. We will revisit this at the end and ask the question and see if anybody's opinion has changed. So, with that being said, the topic is should college athletes be compensated? We have two yeses one no that is where we're going to start from so who would like to begin making the argument yes or in my case no whatever so, the case may be i'm going to ask you us. we have the majority oh you have the yes. majority so now it's my turn <laughs> it's over um, no, okay I'm gonna, I'm I'll, gonna do, start, I'll, I'll do that i'm going to start by asking you a question that i'm pretty sure i know the answer to okay um in your closet is there an orange and blue number 15 jersey um, no. Uh, can you qualify? Is there a Florida Gators? No. Number 15? No. Is there a Denver Broncos? Yes. Number 15? <laughs> yes. God damn it. <laughs> but that's the NFL. We ain't talking about that. But no, but, I do not but, have. But my point being, it's the exact same thing, right? No. They are still selling. The University of Florida is selling Tim Tebow jerseys. Yes. With his name on the back of him. Yes. And, and the number 15, I equate to being his likeness in this of case. Of course, of course. And I am assuming he does not see a penny of that money. I and don't know one way or the other if he problem. does. I, I'm, assu I'm assuming he doesn't. At 33 um, years old, I don't know if he does or not. He may now, but right. we're talking about 18 time, to 22. Certainly at the time he was in college, he did not right. get paid for any jersey that was sold that bared his name on it. Okay, so you were asking um, a very a very loaded question. You didn't get the answer you wanted. So what was the point? Was that the point you were trying to make? Is if I said yes, you're like, oh, well, you spent eighty dollars on a jersey with his name on it. Should he not? Should he not have gotten a percentage of that? Right? No, Why? absolutely not. Uh, okay, so we're gonna run down it for a little bit. First things first. So let's just go back a year, Alabama. We're just going to take Alabama as a snapshot because they won the national championship. You've got to make the assumption from a monetary standpoint, you run the gamut, you win the national championship, your program probably made a shit ton of money, right? So let's take a look. In 2019, now this is going back because they haven't released their 2020 fiscal report for the athletics program. In 2019, Alabama lost money. In athletics. Now, they made $164 million with all of their sports, but they ended up losing money. Well, I say they lost money. They lost money over the previous year, but their grand total of, of all the sports, male and female, at the University of Alabama, only a handful of sports were profitable at all. And those were men's basketball, made $61,921. And men's football made $25,490,342. Every other sport lost money. And if you traditionally look at all, all colleges, but we're focused on Division I, all sports programs are losers, except for generally, Grinch, like you said, football. Football generally always ends up in a positive in terms of finances. But schools 
generally don't make the money we imagine they make. Now, I don't know how TV deals work, like with the Big Ten, the TV deal, because obviously that's spread out over all of the universities. That's not just, you know, Ohio State making the TV deal money. But in 2019. No, no, I'm not going to hold on. Yeah, yeah, you are. Um, So in 2019, Alabama was down the previous year from what they made in athletics. And again, all of their sports but two were losers. That being said, let's well, just look at the on. scholarship picture. Sports are losers, but that's fine. So let's look at the scholarship picture. Athletic scholarship averages, because Grinch, you said it. Yeah, you know, we can make the argument about they're getting scholarships. 18 years old, you're walking out of high school, you get a full ride scholarship to Alabama. Okay, now let's assume that's the case. Let's assume <clears> you go to Alabama and you're getting a full ride scholarship. The team average for scholarships at the FBS level is 36000 a year for school. Name me a job, name me a job that you can get out of high school and make thirty six grand. Exactly, think, the silence. But I exactly. think the fine print of that is not everybody gets a full ride. Right. In your, oh, I, I think the average is 18000 which doesn't always cover every university. The low team average is 25237 The high average is 42443 Is that, but, but I'm not is even that across... That, that's across Division I schools for FBS football. For football. For football. Now, there is the other, I mean, the other side of that when you go, well, NCAA has 350, uh, Division I has 357 schools, 90,241 male athletes. Okay? So, I mean, that's a lot of athletes. And we've had the discussion, like, how many athletes expect to go to the next level? You've got almost 100,000 athletes. And the average scholarship of that group is about 18000 a year. Because like you're saying, Grinch, some make less, others make more. Yeah. And I get that. I guess for me, the argument being you can't get out of school and make 36000 a year at 18 years old. You can't go anywhere and make that money. Yet you can go to school, get a full education, get your board, pay, your room and board, your food, your, your books, your tuition. That's paid for. And then you make the argument, well, Alabama makes a shit ton of money. Yes, yes, they do. If you get out of school at 18 years old and you go to Apple and you want to work in their store at the mall, you're making minimum wage, 18, eight and change. Apple made $274 billion last year, yet you're Al- only making minimum wage. Alabama is not giving you that money out of the kindness of their heart, though. They are expecting to get a return on it in terms of being able to use your likeness, your name, assuming you're good. Okay, and but that's not true because if you are a low-paid athlete, you're still part of that that machine. But you're not getting the same you're, scholarship that you know Mac Jones is getting, right? I, I mean, agree with that. You know, you're you're getting as Grinch mentioned, you're getting that partial scholarship, and or you're a walk-on, right? Um, but you know, to me, the biggest problem I have with it, and, and I see where you're going, and that's fine. You say you don't want to pay the students, um, then you know. Maybe you don't pay the students that are working at the cafeteria either because, you know, we're not going to pay any students because why would we? But the problem I have is that the schools are getting richer by selling those jerseys and using those players, likenesses, names, and whatnot, well after they're gone. And, and And the kids, you know, don't see a dime of that. But I don't think collegiately they, I, I'm not sure they can put the name on the uniform. They can put the number, huh? I'm pretty sure that you could buy a Tim Tebow jersey from the from the store when when he played there. 
I, I know they had 15. I'm trying to think because I bought my daughter one. I don't think it had his name on it. I think <clears> it was just his number. Okay. I'm trying to think. I, I don't know and while so, he's and in so that's school. The, so that's the sneaky shitty way that the NCAA gets around it. Right. Which is, which right there should tell you that even they know it's wrong. And that, but I would have to double check that. So don't <laughs> quote me, but I want to say they don't, and that's they fair. don't have it on there. Like while the students there, they're not allowed to do that. I mean, if so, I, I guess it, shifting the focus a little bit would say, I mean, we answered the question in an absolute, right. Which is all or nothing. Yeah, we posed it as an absolute. Yeah, too, so. yeah. Now, I, I mean, I recognize the notion of there's, there's some, and this is where, yeah, I get it. If you're making it, you're playing in a sport that, that doesn't generate revenue. I mean, it, it'd be to use the business analogy at the end of the day, like if you're a business owner and you're like, I simply don't have the money, the income flow to even, to even start the conversation about how much would we give you. Right. College football seems to be the easiest because it's just such a huge money maker that uh, certainly shores up all the other sports, and I think there's a tremendous value to that. I guess, you know, in my mind, when I say yes, it 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 suggests what should follow are some smart considerations for what that would look like, whether that is, you know, a trust fund that can't be touched until or you know, there's certain parameters of what that would look like. I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, like I, I don't, I don't want to see, you know, a college football player rolling up in their Lamborghini, you know, to get to class. Like I, I'm not envisioning to that level. I think it's, it, it's for the name image and likeness to me, that's a very direct correlation. It is a number to name. It's something, I mean, shit, if they're going to make a freaking video game, that has like me on the field. It's like, where's my money? Right. Anywhere right. else yeah. like, I mean, to on. use me like that. Like I get at least some interest in that, whether it comes immediately or at the, at the end of the scholarship or something. Right. Um, and again, I, I, I mean, I want to continue to emphasize, like, I don't like the feel of it. It just doesn't feel right because I do subscribe oh. to, you, you know, you come to a college, you're expected to be there for your education. The sports is somewhere in between. And, and it's just not the way it is. It just is. Well, I mean, people- and, and, and I think to, to hit on your, hit your point there, I mean, because we've seen it happen. I mean, students are already getting paid by boosters and stuff. And, and because of that, that's not supposed why it to feels be anymore, but yeah, they weren't supposed to be when they were. They're not supposed right, to be now. Caught, we all know right. it happens. They get um, sanctioned. And I think that's why maybe you have that bad feeling in the pit of your stomach to, to say, because I agree with you, right? I mean, it feels dirty. It feels slimy because the way it's happened in the past has been that way. So how do you move? If, if you say that we're going to move forward and we're going to pay these students, how do you do it in a manner that, you know, doesn't look shady, right? Or, or yeah. Yeah. To, to the point Easy. you hit on earlier, Grinch, you know, clearly you're going to make more money at Alabama than you are at, you know, Georgia State. So let me ask this question. And this, it, right? this doesn't relate to the three of us, obviously, because we're not there. But have you, any of you ever been asked that question? Like, how many of you would rather quit your job if you were told you had to take like a 30% pay cut or agree to take the 30% pay cut, right? You've heard, I don't know if you guys have ever heard that. It's always this thing they pose and it's like, oh, yeah, okay. I've heard that before. 
So if they say, all right, all college students, we're going to rescind all your scholarships in favor of compensation. We'll pay you $15 an hour, but now you got to pay your way at school. Then it's a level playing field. Everybody makes 15 bucks an hour if you play collegiate sports. Now you got to pay your room and board, your food, your books, your tuition. How many would agree to that? Well, I, I guarantee you fucking none. Well, because- I have to wonder um, if the, there's opportunity there for like a, like a trade account. I know that's not a term that makes any sense, but if your valuation begins to overtake what you would be getting as a scholarship, then what, what starts to exceed your scholarship value is what you should be compensated. Like it goes into a trust or something. And I, you know, I'm just spitballing random shit here, but we, we know almost certainly this is maybe college basketball players onesie twosie baseball players maybe maybe right. i couldn't name you one fucking college baseball player <laughs> but most but everybody knows who trevor lawrence is justin fields like and they're but going who makes to that make valuation bank. i mean I that's know. the question is is and maybe that's it right maybe that's you know why these kids don't care about getting paid right because that's the payoff they're building their is stock that, for know, the next level I get, you know, I get to go to that Alabama. I get to play every Saturday. I I'm on national television. And after three to four years, which that's a whole nother discussion we can get into in a minute when we're talking scholarships, I'm making the jump to the next level. And that's where I'm getting paid. Unless you're Johnny Manziel and you watch the fuck out or you're Tim Tebow and you, you have no career in football long-term. I mean, well, but you know, at the end of the day, then that wasn't what it was meant to be, right? You weren't good enough to make it at the next level. And, and clearly, not a lot of people are. I mean, right. how many schools are there out there? And what's the number of people on an average football team? Again, we're, we're focusing mainly on football because that's what we all like. NFL, there are 53 players that make it right. on a roster. Right. Now, now, how many colleges are there? And there's probably, what, 70 players uh, on over each 100, roster? Over 100 players on a, on a college team. It's like 105 so or something like that. do the math, like right? Yeah. You, you don't even have to do the math. It's obvious. There are only 1,700, yeah. like 1,753 professional football players on rosters in the NFL. A lot total. of those kids are working at Enterprise at the end of the day, right? right? And is that their claim to fame? But so, this is like when you go, oh, well, I don't know. You know, there'd be some issue with how do you do it so it's not shady paying them? Simple. You don't fucking pay them. And then there's no issue. Now, if, if you want to make the argument, well, they should be paid and go, okay, like I said, rescind the scholarship and go, in, in lieu of your scholarship, we will pay you. Yeah, fine, I think, I'm okay with that. I think there's some opportunity there for discussions of how it relates to a scholarship. Right. Now, you still have to account for if you've, quote, unquote, given a scholarship to a student because there's a cap for a reason. So you can't amass Exceed. every single talented individual in the world on one right. team. Yeah. But – there's also, you know, I think there's some what ifs, you know, and you can what if everything to death, but there's, yeah. there's a question of like, maybe who is the student that added value, but did not get to go on to the NFL, whether it was from Jersey sales, they were just wildly popular, whatever it was. And then you have this category of athlete that maybe was phenomenal, helped the team get a national championship and got hurt and could never play again. Right. It, you look I, at that. I mean, that that that. I mean, you know, we, we'll get back to it again because that's that's where we focus on. I mean, that would be a Tim Tebow, right? He led them to two national, or he helped you know win them two national championships, and made nothing really at the NFL level. So where is his payday? I mean, obviously he's doing all right. He's 
you know, he's a Heisman house. Heisman house. He's, he's on. And he got he's a, got full, a place to live. He's well, he got a full scholarship. Um, he did. But here's the thing, right? If any one of our daughters wanted to go to school and get an academic scholarship, they could do so to help pay for their school. And then they could go work at the cafeteria and get paid by the school as well. Okay. Right. I, so well, why can a football player not get a football scholarship? And then essentially you're working for the college at that point because you're, you know, you're going out there every Saturday, you're going to, you know, practices. Why don't they get compensated for that in terms of payment? Just like any other student would. Division one FBS football, football only uh, average team size is 118. Now that fluctuates depending on your schools. The number of full tuition, let me repeat, full tuition scholarship, 85. So 85 people are getting paid a full ride off a hundred person roster. That's a ton. I thought it was going to be like, you know, 25, 30, 85 full scholarships at a division one school. So more than two thirds of your team are getting a full ride. Even if you're a shitty ass dude, that's just sitting on the bench and never seeing playing time. You got a full ride. If you end up with four years, which well, yes, we know not everybody does. Right, but. And to me, that's another discussion that I think, you know, I feel like if you accept a full ride scholarship to a school, you stay, you should be committed to that school for four years. Should you choose to leave early, the school forfeits the remainder of that, that scholarship and cannot use else. it. You know, they don't get to turn around and use it again for, you know, two years or however long, long you would have had it because, you know, and Thor, you and I have had a talk about yeah. this before. Yeah. Um, my favorite guy out there in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, he's become famous for his one and you know, done. The, the one and done. And a lot of other basketball teams are doing it now because. Was it Calamari? I think it's Calamari. Calamari, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think, and, and unfortunately, I think the sport has suffered because of that. Um, you don't see good basketball teams at the collegiate level anymore that, that stayed together for long periods of time. Right. And, and you do see it a little bit at the, you know, at the football level. I mean, obviously they stick around a little bit longer because it's a much more physical game. You have to bulk up and everything. Right. But. Right. I guess my thing is, look, they're getting a, a scholarship. They're getting an education. And Grinch, you said this, like you're so there for you're education. Saying, you're saying, we're giving you some money. Shut up and be happy. Right. And this not, is the discussion. Not, you yes. know, not, 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 we're making a lot of money for us. We should, you know, we should help share that wealth. But again, the argument can be made. I mean, you know, it's the coaching staff and it's all of the people involved are also helping making that machine run. You know, it isn't just Tim Tebow. He didn't do it by himself, irregardless of that. But I was talking to my daughter. I'm like, at 36,000, if you're getting a full ride scholarship, you're getting 36,000 a year for four years. That's 144 grand. And she's like, but that's going to the school. They're not putting it in my hand. Yeah, because you make bad fucking decisions with money. I'm not going to hand you 150 grand and hope you make the right decision on how to spend it. My point is it goes to the school to pay for those things because Grinch, as you said, education is supposed to be first. That's key. But why should you get to choose whether they make bad decisions or not? You're not their parents. Well, you're the school, right? I mean, I I mean, but that's how the scholarship works. The scholarship has never, ever gone. And my point is, if my daughter gets out of school and goes to Alabama and Mac gets out of school and goes to Alabama on a scholarship, my daughter's tuition is still 36 grand. And it's not paid for. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, I mean, it's like, because she's like, well, the cost of school, that's ridiculous. I'm like, 
if well, you're a whole if you, conversation, yeah. right? But if you're just a normal person, your tuition is still thirty six grand a year, just like Mac, who plays for a running back for Alabama. His is thirty six, but it's paid for. Like, I, I think it's just a mental thing where we go, oh, they should get paid, and they don't. I don't even think at that age they understand the value of actually what they're getting. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I think like, you know, if I just had my way to maybe craft some methods to address the cons- you know that just the the issue of we make a shit ton of money we never see any of it you know if you just boil it down to the core is you, you find way to add value and incentives whether it is stipends that you know that it that more or less ensure you don't really have to work unless you choose to slash your quality of life as a student is, is good good reasonable um as well as oh by the way you're probably getting some of the best health care ever right. i mean as we've joked an athlete's barely off the field and they've already got their mris and x-rays done you right. know at no cost to them and they're going to get world-class rehab you know right. like i mean how many of us can say we get that you know mm-hmm. without waiting weeks months so i think there's a lot of that value and then you kind of tie it to the incentivization of you know, and if I were the NCAA, I, and maybe the schools, this is probably how I'd be thinking about it, of incentivization that's tied to the, to the scholarship that's more in line with like a, like a contract, quote unquote, that discourages, I'm just going to enter the transfer portal. I'm just mad I'm not playing. Like, I mean, simultaneously, I'm not a big fan of where that's headed either, of I came, it was tough, I just don't like it. And it's not that I want to make it so insurmountable that a student can't leave that it's like indentured servitude. That's not, I don't want to go that far with it either. It's just one of those, like, we offered you a lot of money to be here. We've done this, this, and this for you. We're going to continue to set you up for success for the next level and take care of you the whole time you're here. Oh, by the way, you aren't paying for anything. Right. You know, I, I'm a happy. Why should they be compensated? Say again. So why should they be compensated at all? Well, with, with everything the, tied, I mean, tied to what you're contributing to that's the revenue stream of the school. Well, okay. Well, and again, I guess. And, and again, it's going to scale to the sport. I mean, if you choose so, as a buyer to pursue lacrosse, right. you've chosen lacrosse. There is no <laughs> professional lacrosse. That's on you, brother. You chose wrong. Right. Uh, so real quick. So, according- so what, about, what about like profit sharing? So, you know, if, if you, and maybe that's how you do it, right? You have to get paid to put money in. What's that? Don't you have to get paid to put money in? Like you'd have to have. Well, if you go to like in Alabama and you're, you know, you're playing lights out, you, you sell lots of jerseys, then, you know, you see some of that, you know, you get some of that profit sharing back from the, the university. Maybe not all of it, right? The university should make some money too, but and again, I think to Grinch's point, you know, how do you not fund the the strip the, the local strip club market, right? right. I mean, you know, how, <laughs> how do you stuff. keep them from making bad decisions? Do you say it's some sort of a profit sharing that's going to go into a 401k towards your retirement? You know? They want to live a champagne lifestyle because they imagine at the next level, that's what they'll be doing. Right. And I don't want to cater that end either. Right. I mean, I agree with you. It's like, look, at the end of the day, we want you to be a better person 
That's tomorrow than you are today, right? right? You know, like we want you to under, understand and respect the value of education. So I think you kind of build the program around that. A tide, you know, that accounts for the value of the scholarship. Being a phenomenal athlete is great. Your potential return of what you're giving back to society is to go to the NFL if you're playing college football. Well, right. And, and that right? As opposed to right. that academic scholarship that somebody's working on, like genomic research or some really important shit that matters. You know alter the mean? landscape of humanity. Right. So I think right. you, 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 know, you, you give some reality to it of like, we understand there's a tremendous value. That's how we pay for this you know, gestures around, (laughs) (laughs) we get it, but you still have to, there's still a portion of you that is giving something bigger than you. And you knew that coming. Uh, So real quick, according to bestcolleges.com, and I know it's weird because we keep making this argument, schools are making money, like they're making a ton of money. And I think that's the, the, the issue is they're not making the money we think they're making. So according to best colleges, since the late 1800s, football has far been the top earning sport, which we knew, right? On average, a university will realize more revenue from football than it will from the next 35 sports combined at the University of Texas in 2019 was ranked number one. And I think they made $223 million. 70% of its athletics revenue is derived from football. But that still doesn't mean the institutions are making money. According to the NCAA, among the 65 autonomy schools in Division One, now autonomy is any of the schools in a Power Five conference. That's what they consider it, Right. 65 autonomy schools, only 25 recorded a positive net generated revenue in 2019. Okay. And among those reporting net positive, the median profit was only 7.9 million. And among the 40 autonomy schools reporting negative net revenue, the median loss was 15.9 million. A majority of universities in the nation do not make money. Well, okay. And, 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 and the loss of to, money to the sports program. They're not for profit organizations. They're not supposed to be making money. I agree. And that's, so, so that's my point. Yeah. If you make that argument, then we shouldn't be paying the athlete because we're already paying them 144000 over four years for the scholarship. And if the I, school's losing but, money, if the school's losing money, how do you justify paying them? Well, it, but how are you paying other students then? I mean, because you know, you're getting money from, from, well, you're well, getting money from other, other, and, and I'm saying because people make the argument football makes so much money. No, it doesn't. We just well, think it does. I guess the question that I don't know the answer to, though, is for those schools making that decision, at the end of the day, it's, it's got to be a business model decision. I mean, they're not required to have football. Right. Not, right. I mean, we, as we saw with UAB, right. like five, five, six years ago, whatever it was now, it's probably been more than that, you know, that lost its program because they just simply couldn't afford it. <clears throat> Well, and here's, I guess, if there isn't a base to support it, it it, kind of is what it is. And if you're, if a state or the university system of that state isn't going to reconstruct its revenue to just shore it up arbitrarily, subsidize it, if you will, then to a degree, I get it. It's like, it is what it is. Maybe you just don't have football. Right. Well, and it sounds shitty to say, I know. Yeah, and I thought the interesting way this this particular article ended, which because it was relevant, is by any measure, college sports are big business, but that does not mean universities are getting rich. The reality is most sports programs operate in the red. If the time comes when colleges have to pay athletes to participate, then the financial picture will change even more dramatically, but that's a story for another day because they're right, because they already operate. Like I said, University of Alabama, only two sports make money. How do you pay the athletes when only two sports are, are showing any viable income. 
You can't. So really that question is irrelevant because there's no way to pay them. Well, and that's, I mean, I guess that's why I say, you know, pay, but it may come in a different form of financial mechanisms that are more like a stipend level. And I'm, you know, in my mind, I'm not saying let's heap thousands and thousands of dollars, you know, pay these, pay, pay these athletes like they're, you know, stepping into a CEO position. It's more a recognition of the value they add. And then the opportunity that sets them up in contracts, future or otherwise for things related to like, like the university system isn't obligated to do a fucking video game. Right. But they choose to because it makes a shit ton of money. Like those are more the things that, that kind of get me a little bit like jerseys and that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, it's merchandise. The number, whatever went up and down because this athlete came and went. And yes, you are getting the benefit of playing in front of a hundred thousand people, the benefit of, and Oh, by the way, the exposure that has huge value for your potential to the NFL. Like, I, I mean, if I were arguing the other side of this, I would, I would be arguing that of going, talk to me about what the value of that is. Well, again, uh, I think one problem I have though, I think is that, and again, focusing on football here, obviously, yeah, there's no other path really to the NFL. Right, unless I mean, you are a walk-on in the NFL, like you try to make yeah, a reserve let's be team. Honest, that doesn't happen. Right, right, but I'm just happen, saying, right? Yeah. So they, they kind of have these students by the balls, really. If you if you want to make the jump to the NFL, the only path to do that is to go play college football at some level. So guess what? We can stick it to you, and you don't have a choice. You're going to have to play by our rules, um, which I don't think is right. Let you me know, ask if you this: look at, If you Let's assume you're going to pay a college athlete. Mac, throw out a dollar amount an hour. How, mu- how much are you going to pay an athlete? 20 bucks an thinking, hour? I'm thinking, wait, what's minimum wage? Oh, eight, my God. It's like eight, eight or $9. Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, like maybe 12, I think 15 it's like, bucks an hour. I think it's like eight twenty here, $8.20 right. an hour. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and I'm with Grinch, right? We're not paying them. I'm not paying them astronomical amounts of money. I'm paying them enough money that, you know, if they need groceries, they can pick up the groceries. If they need a meal, they can go out and get any meal. I get it. They don't have to, you know, get the full scholarship, practice, you know, 20 hours a week, and then go have another job on top of that. And that's why you have boosters who then come in and help supplement these guys' incomes so that they don't have to do that. But that's my point, and that's the so issue I'm trying to make. Paid now my anyway. daughter is Why not saying, "Legalize it." Right, basically. but my daughter is saying, "Well, they're not handing me the money," and I say, "Yes." So that you can't fuck off and do whatever you want. If we did it your way and we paid football players minimum wage eight dollars, let's say I think it's eight twenty here, eight dollars and twenty cents an hour. Average work year is two thousand hours. That means I'd be paying you sixteen thousand four hundred dollars a year to play football, times one hundred and five players on a team. That means a school would incur a debt of one point seven million to play hundred, pay one hundred and five players. That right? Well, well, I think if They're, implemented that way, yeah. If you and if, I guess yeah, what I'm I, offering, yeah, we're not is, trying to solve that, that, that. No, but here's what I'm well, saying. That scholarship, I'm paying eighty five students that full ride scholarship. That comes out to twelve million four hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, but that, I'm not saying I'm not necessarily saying it's that straightforward. I think there's. You know, again, I keep using the term stipend, you know, so in my mind, it's like, it's not based on hours, it's more like 100 bucks a week or 
something equating to not working, right? Um, yeah, yeah, and that's what it, I'm getting at too. And right? I think it, work now. it's somewhat proportionate to cost of living for the area. I mean, you know, like the analogy might be, might be, you know, if you're in government or military, your housing allowance is based on your zip code area, based on whatever median of this, that, or the other is. So. Well, in I mean, any jobs like that, yeah, yeah if you're I mean, in small they pay town USA, fifty bucks might go a long way. Right, but if my point Boston, is, go to yeah. Alabama. I'm sorry, Devontae Smith is probably not bagging fucking groceries at the Safeway on the weekends. He just isn't doing it. Neither is a Mac Jones, and that's my point. Is when you talk about compensating, what are you compensating for? They're getting a shit ton of money through the scholarship, where they really don't have to do anything else. They get tutors at no cost to them to help them with their education. Like you said, phenomenal health care. So, what's the extra? What's the one point seven million you're well, talking about paying them in terms of a salary? What does that? But get? I guess, I guess on that same vein, I mean, you know, obviously I don't get it anymore. But at the end of the year. You know, I used to get like kind of in conjunction with the W-2, what the Army considered my total value of pay between the health care and so forth. I mean, I think all that has to be brought to light and discussed and put on the table in such a way that it's like, before we talk about any economic return, because I know we get enamored by the big numbers, let me show you the value of what we are giving you. And I'm... And I'm not sure the NCAA in particular, and I haven't listened, I'm sure maybe it is in certain forums, has done a good job of articulating that back right? to really explain. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I totally agree. There is no other place where you get the opportunity to go get that equivalent amount of money in a year and be positioned with top-notch medical care and all this other stuff. And frankly, it, and it saddens us a lot, but the education is only, you only have to meet a minimum standard to keep playing. Like whether you leave with a scholarship or not is, isn't even really of a concern. Yeah, And then you go on and potentially to, make a shit ton of money. Right. And you walk out, even if you don't to go to me, football, you walk issue, out of school with no debt. This goes back to the issue that I think that there is no other path. So if I want to play football, I have to go to school. I have to not get paid. I don't give a shit about the education. I don't want an education. I want to get, you know, I want to get paid at the NFL level. And I'm, and, and I'm not, I'm broad stroking it there, obviously, yeah, yeah, without us. Yeah. And that was a bad statement. I'm not going to use that one again. Um, you mean stroking it? Broad stroking it. Uh, um, is there another way to do it? That's going to be on a t-shirt, I can tell already. <laughs> so I, I think, and I don't know, how do we set up another system that allows these these kids to circ- I don't want to say circumvent, but, but another path to the NFL. Well, again, so uh, like we talked about, 53 men on a roster, 32 teams equals 1,696 players in the NFL. Take out the reserve team, Mac, because like you said, that's bullshit anyway, right? Whatever. Uh, 1,700. In Division One schools, there are 15,167 athletes currently playing football. So you do the fucking math, right? In terms of how many are actually going to go but pro. If you you're getting out of school, you're getting out of school with a fucking education and no debt. But they don't care about that. Some that's of them. their fucking problem, not well, mine. But you're not. But there's no other alternative for them then. 
But let me ask it's, you this. I don't uh, care. I don't care about the scholarship. It means nothing to me. You're I getting just paid to go to the is NFL. the point of this question. You're getting paid. Even if you don't recognize it I'm because you're an infantile little child. The, the, I'm not getting paid because the scholarship and the education is, is of no value to me in my, in my end goal. I, I, I need you to, I need go to back groceries for the next point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Did you, uh, Grinch, I know you were trying to jump in and we kind of go ahead. Yeah, no, I do need a refill for real. But, I, you know, I, I, what's on my mind is, is a refill. We got that. Or devolving, whatever we're doing, <laughs> is if I'm a student and you're, you're giving me grief about the potential of making however much money, but yet I'm looking at the buyout of a coach for $12 million. I'm like, tell me again how you're hurting financially. Yeah. That's the, the whole guy. Point. I the don't guy get on the that. same fucking field as me. Right. Is the highest paid person in the entire state. Right. And you'll yeah. fire them because they don't win. Right. And yet you're paying I'm asking firing. if I well, can't paying. get some percentage of my value that I'm offering it, have better lawyers. Go to Will Muschamp. Well, Ask who I, his lawyers are. No shit. <laughs> well, it, ironically, I think 10 of the SEC coaches are all represented by the same agent. That doesn't fucking surprise you. But, um, you know, I, I, it was interesting. I was looking at the, the California law that's supposed to take effect in 2023, the Fair Pay to Play Act. And what it says is when they would enable athletes at California schools earning more than 10 million in annual media revenue to make money from their likeness and hire agents without losing eligibility. At the end of the day, this was goes back to the question you asked for clarification at the beginning, Grinch Com straight compensation versus if they go out and they get a, an endorsement deal or they film a commercial. I'm not talking about that. If you play at a level that allows you to go out and get an endorsement, good on you, mate, go do it. But in terms of straight compensation, because I have to imagine that compensation would come from like the NCAA, the governing body would say $15 an hour. That's what we're paying every player, like that type of thing. It wouldn't come school to school because like you're saying, or, or maybe this is what you're trying to say, like in Alabama that makes a ton of money can afford to play, pay their players more per hour than a smaller college can. So if the NCAA, the governing body was the one in charge of paying everybody at the end of the day. I agree. There is an issue in terms of valuation of a particular player and their standing at a school and what they do for a school, like a Mac Jones, a Devontae Smith, a Tim Tebow. I'm sorry. I can't discount the fact that I'm handing you an education at no cost to you. You said getting the best health care they can possibly get. The issue with the coaching staff, I've never agreed with that. You know, John Calamari, like, I'm not a fan of his, but I'm sure he makes good money at Kentucky. Will Muschamp, whoever his fucking lawyers are, they're phenomenal because he's managed to do it right. Great businessman. But they're looking at moving to the next level. If you get out and, and you're a first round dude and you make 20 million, you don't give a fuck about what happened at college at that point. And ultimately, Mac, you're like, all I care about is football. Well, you're not getting paid, but you're getting a full scholarship play but, every weekend so that you make it to the next level and then shut the fuck up. But see, the, to me, that's a monopoly then. In terms of what? No other, there's no other avenue. That's all, that, but that's not true. Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel went to the Canadian Football League and now he's playing in some weird-ass fucking... There's I don't no even viable. Know is. There's no viable. Right. Fair enough. Thank you. Be, <laughs> be better. Be better. That's your problem. Be better. 
So if you're not going to pay them, I think there needs to be an alternative developmental league or something that gives you another path to go to the NFL. Because you can't say that, you know, I'm giving you a scholarship when that person probably doesn't give a shit rat's ass about the education. And what, what you're, you're the numbers guy. How many of those kids that leave early come back and finish their education? Well, uh, I'm sure it's up. very low. Let's get, but, our, let's get but, our refills. And but we'll here's the point. Well, here's the that. point. Before you get your refill, if I don't give you the scholarship, you don't get to the NFL anyway, motherfucker, because you don't go to school. That's you don't point. get on TV. So now you're saying well, you your point. That's my, my point. School. I'm handing you a fucking scholarship. So you get. But you I don't want pay. the fucking scholarship. I want to get You don't get to go to the NFL, motherfucker. Well, That's it, your problem. So you're telling me that the only way now, what the fuck? I mean, you can't say that. Yes, I'm gonna. I, I hope we're editing some of this out because I'm going off on a tangent here, but I'm trying to make my fucking point. Uh, your point is irrelevant. But I'm handing out 150 grand. But that's why I'm here's my but I don't, You're question. not giving it to me because I'm not finishing my education, so I don't give a shit. I'm going on you so Grinch can make a statement. Here, here's my hypothetical question, though. If there was another viable means to get to the NFL, how would the university system react? Because if that talent could go somewhere else with no strings attached and still get to the NFL, I guarantee you that would cause a reaction. Of course it would. It should. Now, we have the all the schools the, should be about is education. The, yeah, all this right. sports stuff right now, shouldn't matter. Because let's be honest, the school, if, they're, if, they're, if the school is pushed to do something, they're going to find a way to do it that still creates revenue and is not a net loss. Right. Because – I mean, they've got lawyers too, right? They're not dumb people. They're going to try to right. find a way to navigate these waters in such a way because money that benefits talks. them the most. At the end of the day, money talks. So, you know, you, you do the shell game, you move some things around, you evaluate the scholarship higher, you know, you start throwing in all these things that are of value and go, this is what we're already paying. So we can take this way. Right. Or we'll start charging you for MRIs. You know, I, and, and I hope it never gets to that point. But I think they have the benefit of there being no other path. If there were another path, they would be at the table going, we need to talk this through. We need to figure out an option. Yeah. Right. Look, and, and from a standpoint of Mac, as you call it a monopoly, you are right. But I'm sorry, I don't discount the fact that I'm handing you an education. You choose not to make use of that education. I understand that. But at the end of the day, I'm handing you 150 grand, giving you an education, because as we've said, 16 or 1,700 players in the NFL, 15,000 plus at NCAA Division I schools. I'm sorry, except the fact that most of you, 90% plus, are not going out and playing in the NFL. Take your education. Take your lack of debt load. Move the fuck on. Get a degree in something that will make you a living. And be grateful and that be I grateful. was here to, to bankroll you and be your fairy godmother. But that's the whole point. You weren't. Because as I've said, most schools at Division One are losing money. They're not making it. They're not. And that's the part that we keep having an issue with accepting. We go, TV revenue, they're making all this money. No, they're not. We just think they are. Hey, if I, you know, if I go full like Atlas Shrugged on this <laughs> and say, look, at the end of the day, as a university, we're the reason this whole thing exists. There's the reason there's all this potential to go on to make this much money and do X, Y, and Z. Right. We'll just shut it down. You know, now we know they won't. It just makes too much damn money. Right. But like But apparently it I, doesn't according to Thor. Well, so. I appreciate they built this they thing that makes it a possibility. But I also recognize like we can't stay static forever. It just is 
there's too much social media. There's too many ways these, these, these guys, these young men and women are, are, you know, exposed to social media and their name, image, likeness is in play. To me, I think the more likely solution is related to the name, image, and likeness because there's a pretty clear correlation to what your individual value is. And then I, I, I do get leery of the, you know, I, I, I said yes, but I do, I do, there's a lot of me that doesn't like the idea of creating scenarios where only the really big schools can offer economic incentives because they're on TV. Which is your and don't and it's the SEC. No, no, and you're right. I agree with that it's because you're 10, going to have you know, Big um, Twelve, the Power Five. You're going to have the, the the haves and the have-nots, then, right? I mean, yeah. If it's I'm just the way it is, if I'm not, if I'm in the group of five, and I know not everyone, all of them like that term, I'm not real thrilled because I see that as them getting another step ahead that you just can't make up the ground on. Uh, as a nonprofit, the NCAA isn't about making money for shareholders. It allocates around oh, 800, it allocates yeah. <laughs> around 842 million annually, nearly 90% of its income to member in institutions for scholarship, travel, academic services, compliance, drug testing, etc. The remaining funds support NCAA operations. So, I, I mean, I'm just saying this is according to this article. Uh, and of course here it cites basketball, basketball in particular, the annual March Madness tournament, brings in roughly 1 billion in annual revenue about 820 million comes from division one men's championships largely through tv and marketing rights the organization earns another 129 129 million in march madness ticket sales but curiously enough the ncaa doesn't receive revenue from college football bowl games and championship playoffs all of which are independently operated. For example, the All-State Sugar Bowl, one of the bowls involved in the January 2021 championship semifinal, is run by a nonprofit organization of the same name, which earns money through ticket sales, sponsor payments, and licensing fees. Again, I think the argument being schools don't make what we think they make. And if they don't make what we think they make, they can't afford to pay students. You can't afford to pay 90,000 athletic students. You can't. Well, yeah, I mean, just coming full circle to that, though, I think we're saying you don't. You don't, if right. If the sport doesn't generate a certain amount of money, you simply don't. And that's and, where and you I, go back to profit sharing, maybe, right? If yeah. you help contribute to this school making money off of this sport, you get a percentage of that. At the end of the day, again, I used Alabama as the example. Baseball made $2 million. Expense, almost five. So they lost money. And most of the sports are like this. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty okay. I was just thinking of it. Well, that yeah, because it was earlier. Yeah. I was trying to think of it in COVID context. Yeah, yeah. COVID wasn't an issue, so you can't make the claim. Well, people weren't going to games and all that shit. It's like at the end of the day, yes, the schools make a modicum amount of money, but they're not rolling in the dough in terms of sports. They do have other uh, revenue streams that bring money to the bring money to the school, but it's not all sports. And so I think we're looking at it going, well, the school's making a ton of money off sports. Look, don't pay your coaches fucking $7 million. Don't do it. And, and if, and if a student Mac, if a student is coming to play football and only play football, if he's Jameis Winston and he doesn't really care about his education because he figures he's going to the NFL, then you accept that and you go, Just okay, crab legs, He'll be you fine. pay, right. You, you, you play at a level that allows you to get to the next level and be a shit stain and, and, and not be able to play. That's fine. That's up to you. 
but I, I think we're, we're missing that we are paying these kids on some level. They're not not being compensated for what they're doing. And that's the part, that's the argument I make well, is we're, we're trying to pretend like they aren't getting compensated. That's bullshit. They are. Now, if we want to compensate But there's them, only one way to compensate them. And that's not, a, I mean, I think, again, maybe that's where my argument's coming in, right? Why, why is that the only way we're going to compensate them? Oh, look, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. If I had gone to my first job, if I had gone to Kmart and they were like, look, we're not going to pay you. We're going to pay for your education. I'd have taken that deal. Because no, I'd have come out. No, that's my point. Seventeen years old. You'd have been like, "Fuck you!" You all just made my argument for me. Thank you, both of you. It's the age. You're not going to take that deal because you're too fucking dumb to realize that it well, is a good deal. But so, you don't. But the problem is, college is not for everybody. So you're you're saying that I, the only way I can get to the NFL is to take your scholarship, show up. Money that could have gone to somebody that wanted to go to go to class, and you know I'm not going to class. I'm just biding my time, my one year, two years to get no. to the next level, no, and no. I've fucked over the other people. No, because that scholarship is only for football. Nobody else is getting it. Those 85 scholarships will only right, go. But my point being that you could then reallocate that and give it to somebody else. But that's the school's problem. That's not a you problem. That's the school. That's no, this is a me problem because I'm a fat white guy that can't play a sport. So if we want to make that argument, then you know we're done here. Okay, then I, we're done, and I win arguments. I'm fighting resolved. for the little man. I guess no, I you're not. You're fighting for. The, just in the grand scheme of it, uh, myself included, maybe miss some of the more important aspects of this. I, I and they're in no particular order. I mean, one is. It may not be popular to say, but I'll just say it. You're, you're going to have scenarios where you're taking somebody who by pure athleticism is getting into a university they could never get into otherwise. Plain and simple. It just and is what it is. Right. Getting your, your into grades are not they would never have gotten. They're not a Rhodes Scholar. But they're not getting the education. That's well, my point. But that, that's where I think – that's where I, that's really the biggest point I think that maybe we're missing, which is – so now you're in college. For me, I'm willing to go ahead and say yes to name, image, and likeness. Rules to be determined. Because it is what it is. If your value is that, you, you, shouldn't, be, you shouldn't be rolled into the collective. Now, the collective is where, what the team does for the university by generating revenue, and you understand that that goes to the school that's what built that $40 million rehab facility that is phenomenal that nobody else on campus gets to get access to or only if you're an athlete. I think there's tremendous value in all those things that need to be kind of discussed and put on the table and discussed with the athletes. Where I think the two parts are where maybe we account for the athlete and, and help them is can we back off some of these rules of their decision to go to the NFL and better equip them without so many repercussions of it's you're all in or you're out the moment you pick up the phone to a recruiter, you know, or a, a friggin' what's the word? Sports agent. Yeah, an agent. You're done. And make that more tied to here's why we really want to help you get your education because you, you might last one year, you might last 20 in the NFL. And not everybody gets to be a sportscaster. Your degree might actually fucking matter. <laughs> you know? Like, I think all those things could be put in place to 
to make bring to light what the value is of being at a university and getting an education for you know quote unquote free and again not right now yes i acknowledge not every student like the average is eighteen thousand. that's not a full ride there's still a give and take but for the bulk of sports there is no follow-on maybe olympics basketball wnba perhaps baseball hockey I mean, I know none yeah, of us grew up there's with no hockey, professional hockey. Team. Yeah, it, yeah. And then there's an honest conversation back the other way of like, I understand it. These big numbers get thrown out, but let me tell you all those things that that money does. Like, like for example, executing COVID protocols. I have to imagine that was a shit ton of money it cost to run tests every single day for every player to ensure the games could continue. Like, that's the part I think the conversation that's kind of lacking. And, and again, none of us are athletes in the trench. Some of these athletes may not give two shits about what we're arguing about right now. There's like, I'm just here playing. I'm grateful to be here. Right. I, lo- <laughs> I love just playing the sport I love. Yeah. I'm good I- with it. So real quick, Mac, you know, we'll, what you and I were talking before we started recording. Let's go back to last year. Okay. Draft pick, draft status. And again, I guess it determines what your opinion of success is. Joe Burrow made $36 million as number one draft pick. Number 32, Clyde Edwards-Alaire went to the Chiefs at number 32, made $10.8 million. Okay, that's first round. Let's go back. Tom Brady, what'd you say? Sixth round? One of the most successful players in the NFL? Sixth round in the 2000 draft, yeah, I believe. Yeah, he made 495000 his rookie contract. So, so from 36 million at Joe Burrow's number one to Tom Brady, who made 495,000. Now you go, Oh, that was $2,000, 2000, the year, 2000, his dollars. Either way, one of the most difference. 36 million to a 495,000. No, no difference. No, no, no. I mean, in terms of time, inflation hasn't gone up that right. But I'm saying in terms of success in the sport, a dude that was making less than 500 grand his rookie contract versus a kid making f- you know 36 million in his rookie contract as the number 1 pick. So you can go well, you know, these guys are trying to up their draft status, get out in the first round making anywhere between 36 and 11 million dollars if you're 1 to 32. Doesn't matter, it depends on your level of success. Tom Brady went in the 6th round. Dude's the most successful player in NFL and only made 500 grand his first rookie contract. So I guess it depends on what is your idea as the student? What is it? Are these kids only coming to school because like, I just want to go out in the first round, make a shit ton of money, and I don't give a fuck about nothing else. But as we've said, most students that are, are collegiate athletes aren't getting out and going to a professional sports league. So except the 150 grand the school just gave you for an education, get out and, and make money. You have no debt. You've got an education. Get it in curing cancer, bro. Get a fucking degree. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but you are getting compensated. And at the outset of this conversation, it was, should students be compensated? No, because they already are. And let's move on. All right. Uh, I personally, again, I, I still think they, they are getting compensated. There should be no compensation outside of what they are getting. 85 scholarships, 85 players are getting a full ride. Dude, enjoy it. Get your education. If you make it to the NFL, awesome. If you don't, you know. It is what it is. At least you have an education, no debt, move on, and you're good. So, 
I don't know. I, I'm, I'm thinking I won that. So from there, we're just going to move on. Did, and, did you win uh, that I'm because going you're to, the moderator? Hold on. Let me mute you. <laughs> hold on. I got to mute you. And you're done. And with that being said, gentlemen, this was actually a really good one. I enjoyed this. Uh, Grinch, maybe not so much you because you had to listen to us. <laughs> the whole time. I just change. I just change you out. I just, like, yeah, just fair enough. Done with you people. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was a good one. I am sorry that Haas made it. I hope everything's good with him. But this was a good one. I really enjoyed this. Forty-two episodes in. Forty. Well, I don't know. Forty-four episodes in. See, maybe you should have gotten an education. Or, yeah, or played football. So we will wrap it up there. I don't know where everybody else weighs in. Our listeners. You know, make your own choice, make your own decision. Hopefully, you don't side with Matt because he's a moron. Just side with me because you'll be right. Fucking idiot. No. Wait, you didn't go to school. (laughs) Should have played football. All right. And we will leave you all there. Again, love it as always. Thank you, gentlemen. This was enjoyable. I really appreciate your time and effort in trying to, uh, you know, throw out ideas that you think hold weight, but they don't. That's okay. I think Grinch is on my side. He's not going to say it, but I think he's on my side now that we're done. I think it's 2-1 the other way. I still have much respect for Grinch no matter what side he's on. Thank you, Mac. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of the day, I think what we're trying to say is love is blind. Love is that. Grinchism number (laughs) 3,444. Love is blind. (laughs) Totally unrelated to our topic. Uh, Thank you, gentlemen. I did appreciate this. It was a good one. Um, And we will end it there, and I will see you on the other side. Later, gents. All right. Take care. As we wrap things up here, we invite all of our listeners to join the debate by dropping us a line at spiriteddebates at gmail.com. You can send in topics you'd like us to debate, drink recipes you'd like us to try, or just general feedback on how to make the show better. And don't forget, you can always follow us on Instagram or Facebook at a spirited debate or on Twitter at spirited debates. Feel free to press follow, like, subscribe, whatever the fuck you got to do. And if you don't, as I said at the beginning, we're just happy that you're here listening and we hope that you continue. Until next time, yeah. we'd like to say Prost. Empire. The salute dead quiet. <laughs> Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you. Such a dick.